Hello and welcome. You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids about games, movies, and everything in between. I am your host, Michael Masick, and with me, as always, is my son, Jaden. As always. As always. How are you? Doing just fine. As always is a good thing, not a negative thing, by the way. Right. As always. Right. As always. Like, with an exclamation point Exclam- like and a three. smiley face after. Yes. Perfect. This is episode 48. It's the first episode of the new year. Woo-hoo. We uh, went on vacation, took place uh, in December, in the first couple of weeks of January. Then it took us about a week to get resettled in with everything and school and whatnot. And so uh, we are recording. This is for Wednesday, January the 20th. And um, we, we've got a lot coming at y'all. We're going to talk a little bit about our just our vacation that we had and tell you a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about some movies that came out over the holiday season that we have been dying to talk about. A few games we want to talk about as well. And um, yeah, it's going to be a fun show. So as always, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC as well as facebook.com slash dadsgamingcorner. And you can drop us a line at heydad at dadsgamingcorner.com and send us your thoughts, your questions, and even your own story, whatever it might be, mom, dad, kid, whatever. And I'm excited to say we are now on Discord. Woo-hoo. And so here's here's the cool thing about the, about this. Um, you, you know, social media, you know, rises and falls, and there's always something new out there. And it's just the reality. And so, you know, when Facebook, I mean, not when, Facebook is still huge. But there's a lot of people that I've been trying to get to help me manage the Facebook page for the site. And I've mentioned this before on the show. And a lot of people that I've talked to are like, eh, I'm not really into Facebook anymore. Well, that's great. And so Twitter is, excuse me, it's easy to manage. And so I'm like, I've been using Discord for a very, very long time. like, that'd be great. Just set up a Discord server. We can post on there whenever there's a, uh, just like I do on Twitter, whenever there's an update to the show, new episodes released. Uh, we can links to the show notes, or maybe we find a really cool game that's on sale, like a great sale, and we need to send it out instantly right then, you know? Instantly. Um, and the coolest part about all of this is that as our listeners join the server, we can actually start chatting with them back and forth, and I'm really looking forward to that. So uh, if you want to invite to our Discord server, just send us a quick email and just you know pop that request in there, or you can message us on Twitter again. Um, and we'll send you an invite out there as well. Eventually, we will be putting together a link directly on uh, our website. However, I want to make sure I do it in a form type of submission. Otherwise, you run the risk of getting bots and all that kind of nonsense. So right now, the easiest way is just you know do a direct message on Twitter. Uh, if you don't know how to do that, then just you know I'll I'll post it on Twitter itself. That we have a Discord server now, and you can reply to that, and I can send you a private you know message there. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this. Real excited for this. So. I think it'll it'll um, help a lot considering Facebook has been kind of lame and hasn't worked as well. How so, dare you? Well, I mean, you said it too, so just looking forward to this being a lot better. That is true. That is true. Okay, so uh, we have a quick announcement, which I'm excited about, and that is our Christmas giveaway. So we... Um, uh, we, we received, you know, I think it was like 77 retweets, 76, something like that. So we didn't actually hit 100. I don't care. I want to give stuff away. Um, and then when I looked at, uh, you know, the Gleam uh, page that we use for the entries, you know, we had another bunch of entries over there, over 222 entries. And I'm like, you know what? We're just going to do it. So we're going we're gonna to do two game giveaways. Uh, we used a random generator. 
uh, using the Gleam app and everything else. And how, I don't know how all this stuff works in the background, but here's the good news. I'm out of the picture, and it picks it randomly. So our first winner is Michelle Landry. And uh, so, Michelle, I've got your uh, your Twitter handle. I've also got your email address. I will be contacting you. And then uh, our second winner is Silver Chair. Now, when I think of Silver Chair, the only thing that goes through my mind is Chronicles of Narnia. That's what I was just thinking. You know, yeah, when the prince comes in with his giant sword and he just smacks that silver chair right down, the, he just begins to hack it. So, anywho. Um, Congrats to Silver Chair and... Michelle Landry. I am Perfect. super excited for both of you guys. I've got, again, I have your Twitters. I've got your emails. And I will be in contact with both of you. Uh, we're going to be giving away uh, two of the games. And I'll be reaching out to both of you all concerning the details on that. And then I had so much fun doing this that uh, hopefully uh, here in a, in a few months, couple not a few, two months, maybe three, we'll do another giveaway because that was just so much fun. So, again, congratulations to you two. I don't know. I, I never join these things because whenever I do a, a, a giveaway, I never win. Same. Never. Apparently, Michelle Landry and Silver Chair do, though. Good for them. So I'm glad. Ho- hopefully, uh, if you haven't won anything in a while or never, this is like a big win for you. So mm-hmm. hope you enjoy. But we'll yep. be reaching out to you this week. All right. So let's talk to a little bit about what we've been up to this week. And first, we want to talk just a little bit about our vacation. Um, we got to actually go to uh, two different zoos. Uh, which were really cool. One of them was a free zoo in Garden City, Kansas. We kind of drove all over the place. And then the other one we went to was um, the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo. In in Colorado Colorado Springs. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Now, the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo was pretty cool. Um, If y'all don't know, Colorado has mountains in it, just in case no one knew that. A little foreign to us here Um, in Texas. Yeah. We we have giant hills, Mm -hmm. you know, that we like to quote as mountains, but they're they're not really mountains. Not as much as Colorado, at least. Oh. Colorado's mountains are big old mountains. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this zoo was super cool. It was like on the side of a mountain, like literally. I think it started seven thousand feet. Yeah, up. it the started. Yeah, was great. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, it was freezing because it was like you said, really high up, and in December or January, either way. Um, January second or third is when we went to the zoo. So yeah, you know, it was really cold, but it was super cool too. Um, so I would definitely recommend that zoo for anyone who's going to Colorado Springs. It was just simply amazing. I mean, it, it, the best way I've described it to, to people is that when you get to the zoo, and, and when you get to the zoo, you're up on a mountain, so there's most of the zoo you're continually walking up an incline or mm-hmm. down an incline, and so um, you are sore you know, by mm-hmm. the end of the day. But my God, my gosh. Worth it, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had this... Big tiger, and you know, being in Dallas Fort Worth area, you know, we've got we've got two really good zoos here in DFW Metroplex, mm-hmm. but it's always hot. Yeah, and so when you go to a zoo and it's always hot, what do the animal animals generally? They just do? lay there. They, they lay there. Or they pace at the gate, but, waiting yeah. for food. And a lot of times they're laying there or they're standing under the shade. They're not doing much. And so, uh, I mean, all of the animals at this zoo were. They, they were just active. It was like they were in the wild. And mm-hmm. so they had this one, um, well, I mean, every exhibit was like this, but just for an example, um, they had a tiger that was huge. I mean, just like beefy huge. And he's, he's, he's walking back and forth and up and down the mountain. And so like when you go to zoos down here and you see a bunch of rocks and everything set up for the lions to sit on, they're fake yeah. or they're rocks that have been brought in right. to, you know, make it a display, kind of like a fish tank. Mm-hmm. And th- there you're literally looking at the mountain. It's almost as if the the people designing the zoo said, oh, look, there's a wild lion. 
climbing up and down the mountain. <laughs> Let's just put a fence around yeah, that's it, and that's it now it's like. enclosure. It was pretty cool. It was just incredible. It was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, definitely recommend that zoo. Y'all got to feed the uh, giraffes. and There Mike, was a ton of giraffes, speaking of. There was like eight like, or nine. All in, I mean, it was just it was a, it was it was a, a bunch. lot. Like, I've never seen that many. Yeah. And they're all running around. Oh, yeah, and that's they were the running They were stuff. running. And, and the cool thing was that uh, you could... The, uh, I've never been to a zoo like this, but the exhibit for the giraffes uh, was all elevated. Now, you could see them from the ground level, but the majority of oh, it was yeah. elevated. So you're at their like their midsection up to their heads, depending where you mm-hmm. are. And so you're right there seeing them, and then you could feed them uh, this huge, you know, like, like romaine lettuce leaves and everything else mm-hmm. that you could buy and then feed and everything else. And you, Caleb, and Micah all fed the, the giraffes. And then Micah... My goodness, his hand's so tiny. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the giraffe eats by using their tongue, and they have a very long tongue to, you know, to go grab the branches and things and leaves and all that kind of stuff. And it wrapped around the lettuce, his hand, his his wrist. And yep. after he grabbed the lettuce, like his entire hand and everything was just dripping. It's like like almost like the Jurassic World movies, like when they're feeding them mm-hmm. or something, and they just have all of the, the dinosaur, you know, stuff yeah. all over them. But I mean, they, it was just a blast. It was so much fun. It we was got really to cool. got to drive up Pikes Peak, which was really cool. Go to Garden of the Gods, which was really cool. And and I don't want to to leave it out. The zoo that we saw in Garden City, Kansas. Um, there's very few zoos nowadays that are free. Mm. Um, and this one was really nice. It was cool. Like it wasn't just a little park that you walk into. Yeah. Um. It was. Yeah. It was definitely cool. And they had lots of cool different, um, really like weird, unique animals that you don't see in a bunch of zoos. So it was. It was also a cool experience. Yeah, it was different. It was, it, it was, it was a, it was a good different. And we went twice, or I went once. Y'all went twice to mm-hmm. that one. So, just had a lot of fun there, and everything else, and and then everything. We just had a lot of time just to relax, and uh, play a lot of video games. And we'll talk about that here in a second. But I mean, uh, a lot of times we'd get up, eat breakfast, and then just, mm-hmm. you know veg for four hours you know playing anything whatever play yep. board games watch some movies play video games it was just it was just great so but before we get jump into the games we've been playing we want to talk about some of the movies we watched during that time because these are the movies that released and um yeah and y'all know so, we've been waiting to talk about these too, yeah so. and super hyped and so so the, the title of today's episode is presents coal you know because you know santa claus gives you presents or coal if you're good or bad but it's presents cold and a whole lot more because that's what I feel like we got um, in in some of these movies that we watched. And, uh, yeah, I just want to kind of hear, you know, talk about our opinions. And then as your, the listeners, I'd love to hear back from you guys and see what y'all think about some of this. So, Jaden, why don't you start us off here on the first one. This released on Christmas Day. On We've been Christmas super Day. psyched to watch this. We we got up. We ate breakfast. Do we eat breakfast? I think we ate like a cinnamon, cinnamon roll, or was that after we opened presents? Wait, wait, what? Oh, Christmas Day. Um, no, no, yeah, we got up, we ate, we opened presents. We ate real fast, opened presents, which I'm gonna talk about that here in a second, and then we get got to watch Wonder Woman '84. So yes, we did. Um, why don't you talk to us about this this film? Okay, well, let me just start with this. Out of the presents, coal, and a whole lot more. This was coal, um, and when you know, you get coal in your stocking. I feel like we're going to get hate mail, but go ahead. Well, no, no, okay. <laughs> when you get coal in your stocking, now, coal, I'm not saying coal is just an all-around terrible thing, right? I think the main thing that makes coal so bad is that you open a stocking expecting candy and all these little gifts and everything, but then it's coal. 
and you're very disappointed. It's the disappointment. It's the disappointment that gets you. And the fact that your hands get all black and sooty, and you, and you can't seem to get it out because then it gets in your clothes. And no, okay, um, I just don't think that relates to them. Anyways, okay. anyway, um, but yeah, it's the disappointment that kills you. And y'all know how excited we were for this. And while I liked the movie, I was a little um, underwhelmed and disappointed. And I know you feel the same, if not more yep. disappointed. Um, I, uh, man, and I know we're probably gonna get uh, hate mail, like you said, but I it think that matter. Let's just talk about but it. But I think it was all around, like all the reviews and stuff that we've seen. It most people say that it was disappointing, that the first half was really good, and the second half kind of flopped a little bit, or whatever it is. Um, so real quick, you know, this movie's PG thirteen. Common Sense Media gives it twelve and up. Um, I think it's probably a, I a think fair that's, rating. Yeah, I think that's that's good. Um, and then we go to the Rotten Tomatoes, right? We yeah. We looked at this right after we watched the movie because right. we were curious. And I can't remember the ratings. For some reason, you thought for some reason they were a little bit I higher. I thought these numbers were higher but than then what we, we're seeing. We looked at today. them again earlier today. Right. Um, and critics give it 60%. Ouch. And audience score is a 74%. So here's here's the issue with this. This starts putting it down. I mean, it's still higher than the other traditional DC films. <laughs> yeah. Which is... <laughs> and the 40s and 50s. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, you know, those kind of movies. This right. still puts it... I mean, it puts it in that range, but it puts it... A, oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I meant yeah. in the 40s and 50s percentage-wise. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. And so it's still higher than those... But they just didn't get the mark. And so by, by contrast, so this one received, like Jaden was saying, 60% critics. Uh, the first Wonder Woman got 93%. Oof. That's a 33% fall. I mean, that's huge. Um, viewers gave Wonder Woman 84 a 74%, and they gave the first one 84%, which I think... 84? I would probably give it an 87. I don't think I'd hit 90, but I'd give it definitely 87, maybe a 90, but that would be the highest I'd give it. Hmm. First one was just amazing, but we're, we're not. Really but we're not here to talk about the first one. So, um, Jay, talk a little bit about Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. About you know, you know what you know, okay. your likes, your dislikes, without really spoiling the film because there. I mean, it's only been out for a month um, in theaters and then okay. HBO Max, and so people who Good haven't point. been to theaters and who haven't seen who haven't subscribed to the service, which if for, you haven't seen it. Sign up for a free trial and uh, just watch the movie. I'm like, just come saying. on, man. You yeah. have to see. It's yeah. been like... Uh, anyways. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, yeah, I'll give my thoughts. Um, So let me just say this. I, I thought it started off... Um, I thought it started strong. I enjoyed the beginning. It was a lot of fun. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool. I thought it was energetic. I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, And I, I... Okay, I enjoyed the whole movie, right? I enjoyed the whole movie. I didn't... I wasn't, there wasn't a point in the movie where I was like, oh, this movie isn't good. I hate this. Like, I enjoyed the whole movie. I think there were just a few just things that were all throughout the movie. Some, there were a few things that were like, there were a few things about the movie that didn't live up to my expectations. And those few, but those few things were big things. Like, they were movie-defining things. I agree. One of the things that I mentioned, and so I do want to say this in the part that I really liked. Uh, this takes place in 1984. And mm. so uh, we've only seen Wonder Woman back in, you know, during World War, it was World War II, right? The first setting, I believe. I think. Um, but 
Well, see, we had a conversation it, 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 about this because in the movie they call it the world that war to end all wars. Right. Um, anyway, it takes place. So, you know, <laughs> we'll say World War Two. Okay. Maybe I may, may be wrong on that. I, I think it's the either second, one or I think two. It's the second one. Anyway, um, and so you, you see Wonder Woman there, and then you jump forward and you see her in Batman versus Superman in the Justice League, which is oh, yeah. today's time. So you don't get to see that huge, you know, you know, sixty to eighty year gap mm-hmm. in between there. Of what's actually going on with Wonder Woman, right? So this is place takes place smack dab in, in the middle of the eighties, and my gosh, it was so much fun. They nailed it. The mall. I mean, the whole first action scene takes place in a mall, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Um, you can tell she's really you know pulled into this role of defending you know you know, you know just the people around her that she, you know where she lives. Um, I mean, she's she knows who she is now. She knows, she knows who she her is. Purpose, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, she's using her lasso for all kinds of cool abilities. Her it, tiara. Oh, her tiara. That was really cool. I mean, just so many cool things. There's, just, there's so much development in the in, in the in the first few minutes. You're like, this is going to be a fun movie. This is going to be a fun movie, and it is a fun movie. You're and that, right. And that's the thing. I, I don't want to detract. Uh, this movie was a really fun movie. But I feel the like the first movie was amazing. Right. I right. I agree with you. This one was really fun, but I feel like that's what they had going for them. You know, I felt like that was its main strength. It was fun and bright and fast paced. I thought I thought that was like the main thing it had. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like it lacked in some story aspects and some character development. So in the story aspects, again, we don't want to. We're going to do this very carefully, not to do any spoilers here. Uh, if you're if you're super concerned about spoilers, you may just want to advance like by five minutes and, and see where we are. We should be done by then. But um, the thing about the story was that it, if this movie came out by itself and you, you didn't have the original Wonder Woman, I think you'd have been fine, mm-hmm. but still fine. Right. Like, I don't think you would have called it amazing. You'd still been. It would have been like a fun. It movie. would have been like Aquaman. Exactly. Aquaman wasn't amazing no but it, it was good it was good because it had no prequel that was incredible it, so there's nothing it was, to compare it was it colorful to. I mean, right. there were still things in it that was like okay marvel does it better mm-hmm. i mean wonder woman marvel, marvel always here's does the thing though the first wonder woman stood so high on its own it competed with the best of marvel it mm-hmm. just did um and that's the problem with these two films is that wonder woman in the first movie had so many moments of pure epicness she had so many moments Mm -hmm. where she had to make a deciding factor you know a deciding choice that would change the course of humanity and she would choose what is right and you're like yes and you're all behind her and she had these these simple quotes throughout the whole movie these little one-liners or two-liners throughout the whole movie and you're like Yes, and you're like, I mean, and Gal Gadot is just amazing mm-hmm. as Wonder Woman, and you just you saw her as it. It was just in, incredible. I don't fault the second movie on her at all. Um, I don't feel the story was nearly up to par what it needs what it needed to be. I don't feel that the the villains and when again no spoilers here the villain in no way. Uh, for me, compared to a villain that Wonder Woman needed to face. In fact, Wonder Woman didn't even really face off with the villain at all. And that's what it, it, it's one thing to watch a movie and see a villain. You're like, man, I can't wait till they take you down, or I can't mm-hmm. wait to see when you pull out your power. And the villain never does. Mm-hmm. Like he, 
the villain just never does. And then on the second half of the villain is that if you've seen the previews, there's no spoilers here. Uh, Cheetah is is the opposite power to Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. The problem is that you, you don't see Cheetah until the last 15 minutes of the movie. Right. And then how many posters, movie posters, and, and even... Um, um, commercials and movie trailers, uh, not commercials, movie trailers, do you see Wonder Woman wearing the full gold armor with the, the know, wings, the, the wings and, the helmet. and the helmet? And like, just, yes! You don't see that till like the last 15 minutes of the film. And you're like, what happened? I felt like... What happened? I know, it felt like they needed more time in the movie. It felt like they bit off more than they could chew. And they didn't know how to handle it. And they cut it off. Before it even got good. You know what I mean? No, it, I did. It just felt like, and like that, that's also a complaint I have about the story. Like the story they were trying to do, I thought it was a really cool concept mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it, but I felt like they didn't, they didn't explore it enough. It was a, it was a very cool, it was a cool story. I will say that as well. Um, and I, I will say this and, and I won't say more than this, um, but there's magic in the, in the film that's central to the story and whenever you mix magic with superheroes uh, who aren't magical, you've got to be you got to be real careful to do great storytelling, or it comes off cheap. Mm-hmm. And because then you of, can just use the magic to excuse like everything. so many things, right. just dismiss it. And a lot of this film felt cheap to me uh, because of the magic. It didn't feel fully expressed. Um, it, there was a there seemed to be a lot of mixed messages that this movie was trying to convey. Um, Wonder Woman does I, I would say there's there's only one that comes to mind. I need to see it again, but there's only one scene in the movie that comes to mind where she does like her speech. Like mm-hmm. she does a speech in the first film, time after time. When they're in the trenches, she does a speech. When they go to save a village, she does a speech. When they, I mean, there's so many times, you know, when, when she goes up to the hangar towards the end of the movie, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and and the men leave her and she's doing her own. Steve and friends leave her. She's on her own. She does a speech. And every one of them, you're like, yes, yes, yes. And she didn't have that in this film. And mm-hmm. the one speech she did have, it was, it, it quite literally felt like that the movie director, um, which did an incredible job in the first film. Uh, it felt like she was trying to, and I'm going to say this carefully, but she was trying to kind of push her own message that kind of, in a very big way, departed from the film entirely. And that whole speech Wonder Woman does feels very awkward. And she's looking at a camera because other people in the world are watching her, and that's all I'm going to say. But it's like she's looking at you, which is fine. But it didn't fit the rest of the film. And it felt really on the nose, really pushed. Very much so. It was, yeah. <laughs> so, it <laughs> sounds like we're just trashing the film. But, yeah, that's what I was about to say. It, it, we, I don't hate, we don't hate the movie. No, there's a lot of cool there was, scenes. Right, as many bad things as there were about it, there was a lot of things that I enjoyed and thought a were great. A lot of cool scenes. Uh, uh, we won't say any of them, but there's a lot of things that Wonder Woman does in the second film. You're like, oh, there it is, because you know, if you know her, you know her history, you know her. I was right. going to say her, um, her, her story and everything else, so different things that she has, and a lot of them comes to place in this film, which is really cool. Um, 
the scenes that you see on the movie trailers with her being in the White House and all that. Oh, yeah. Those scenes were amazing. So some really good combat action scenes in this. Um, but Wonder Woman, uh, you know, I'll say that I said it to you right after we watched it when we were driving to call, uh, to Kansas. Wonder Woman didn't feel wonder to me in this film. Um, the actress was amazing. Um, but the way that they wrote the, her, her character, it, it wasn't the same thing. And I understand the re- the direction of the story, but I just yeah, it was it was a bummer. It was a letdown, and so I, I'm sure we'll go back and watch it, and it'll be one of those movies that were like, oh, we enjoyed that. It was a fun film. Mm-hmm. That, that was a fun movie, but nothing that so we're this gonna is come back to our coal. But I don't feel like it's straight coal because I still liked it. I was just very disappointed. So I feel like it's coal wrapped in chocolate. You know, coal wrapped in chocolate because it was still good, but then still disappointing. So like after you eat all the chocolate, it's still cold. So you're like, and, and in, all, in all fairness, it is hard to come off of a movie that you love so much with super high expectations, and then you know it, it, sequels rarely you know hold up to the next unless you're Toy Story. Um, unless you're Toy Story, that's true. <laughs> Um, anyway, definitely worth watching. It, it, it's, it's a really good film as far as, let me rephrase, it's, it's a, it's a <laughs> good, it's, it is, it's a really good film that's fun to watch. It's just not epic. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not epic. It's not like the first one. DC did something amazing, um, with Wonder Woman 1, and we were hoping that was going to set a new trend, and I feel like they lost a lot of points on this one. So I'm not sure what the reason was. Um, I did see that there were original people from the other DC films that were more hands-on with this film. Maybe that was the problem. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see how the numbers, you know, range over the next, you know, six months, mm-hmm. um, and then compare them. Um, I definitely want to see a third Wonder Woman because so far she's my favorite DC superhero. I mean, Superman's mm-hmm. my favorite. But as far as the uh, the cinematic universe goes, she's been the best. And so yeah, I want agreed. more Wonder Woman. So agreed. it was amazing. Although, moving on to uh, presents now, because uh, now I'm sad. We're going to move something better. Um, we also watched Disney Pixar's new movie, Soul. Which, oh my gosh. Super good. Now, I've been looking forward to watching this movie for a while now. Ever since I started seeing previews for it. Because I love Pixar. We love Pixar, you know, everything Pixar. Well, almost everything. There's a couple exceptions like Cars 2. But most Pixar is incredibly awesome. Pixar prints gold. They just do. Mm-hmm. They just make gold. And, yeah, th- this one was no exception. So I was super excited for this. I feel like everyone was. Um, we watched this, you know, during Christmas time. Because this, when didn't this also come out on the 25th? Um, I don't remember. Or was it, it was the twenty fifth? I'll look it up for you. Go, you it was talking. something like that. Um, I love this movie. Real quick, we'll get the ratings out of the way. This movie is PG. Common Sense Media gives it eight and plus. If you're like that's you know it's fine. It's a Pixar movie. Nothing. We let we let actually we let Mike watch both of these films. Um, oh Wonder, yeah, Wonder Woman was probably you know a little bit too old for him. Um, just with some scenes that were you know what situations. Right. But Soul, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So it's PG. Common Sense Media gives it eight and up. Um, now for the Rotten Tomatoes, critics give it a ninety-five percent, which no surprise here. I was expecting a yep. high ninety. Um, and audience gives it an eighty-eight, which is still really good. So congrats to Soul or yes. congrats to congrats. Pixar. Yes. Pixar job. did it good again. Job. Good for y'all. Um, do you want to talk about this movie? Yeah. First? Let, let me let me start on this one, and then I'll let you ha- take uh, hand off from here. Um, yeah. So it, it did release on the twenty-fifth. Thought so. 
And um, it was direct release. And can I just thank Disney? Because I know Disney listens to us. You know, the execs at Disney. Of course. The doctor, the guy who's, you know, directing all these movies. Oh, they listen to us. He's he's our favorite. He's our, what's it called? Biggest fan. He's our biggest fan. Um, Thank you for not releasing this with a $30 premium add-on like you did with Mulan. What was that nonsense about? I mean, seriously. That was ridiculous. I mean, just... Get that out of the way. So, maybe there's some licensing there, but I don't know. But I'm just just saying. Get that out of the okay. way first. Um, so, Jade and I, so I walk in one day. I think we were oh, yeah. we were uh, in Kansas at the at the house that we were staying in, just resting. And mm-hmm. uh, you're watching Soul, and I'm like, turn that off. I was watching Soul. I want to watch that with you. Because I had then, been so excited for it, and I saw it on Disney+, Plus and I wasn't doing anything else. I was like, you know what? Done waiting, so I started it. And then I think Caleb started at one point, told him to turn it off. And so when we got to Colorado, we had one day where we just kind of rested in the hotel, and we hooked up my iPad to the TV, Uh, which, by the way, quick shout-out here. Uh, I've talked about the Genki uh, dock adapter, which is it looks like the size of, like, an iPad charger. It's it's not very large at all, or or, or any kind of, like, USB-C charger you might have at your home. Smaller than a MacBook charger. Those things are – those bricks are ridiculous. Um, These – the actual dock is, uh, the Genki dock adapter is, uh, it's smaller than the size of the actual Nintendo Switch power adapter. So if you hold that mm-hmm. in your hand, you know what I'm talking about. This thing rocks. We take it every time we go out of town. And so we wanted to watch um, this movie on the TV there in the hotel room. So quite literally, I just plugged my Switch, not needing a dock, plugged a USB-C cable from my Switch directly to this dock adapter plug the dock adapter to a wall, and then do an HDMI cable from the TV to the dock adapter, and we were in business. You know, watching movies and normal full screen, it was great. Or widescreen or whatever. It, it filled the whole screen. It was great. Um, definitely worth checking out. Definitely worth picking one of those up. Anyway, um, here's what I loved about Soul. Like so many Pixar films, this story progresses, and but then it takes you in directions that you don't expect it to take you. Mm. And that is so refreshing. I think Pixar has some of the, the, the greatest storytellers right now and has uh, for the last several years. Uh, well, uh, since they started the with Toy Story, I mean. I mean, it's just, it's, it's incredible. So the story itself is very good. Uh, again, I don't want to do any spoilers because it just came out. Um, but the music. <laughs> mm. Which, yeah. The music. So me and Jay really... We, 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 we really geek out, nerd out, whatever you want to call it, over music. Um, we love the piano guys. We love, I mean, there's, there's multiple ones. Um, you know, piano players that are really good, violinists, you know, cello players and that we follow on YouTube. We love that stuff. And when they do something a little tricky, we both just kind of die and melt inside. This film, uh, originally scored, was absolutely beautiful. Um, it, it was just... It swept you away, and it tied so perfectly with the story as well. Um, I mean, I want to watch it again, one, because it's a good movie, but two, just for the sake of the music. I mean, the music was that good. It wasn't like a, uh, and this is no slam, but it wasn't like a Disney film where they have one or two songs that you really like, you know, like Frozen, you know, and like Let It Go. Oh, that's the song. Uh, This, I mean, they had other good good songs in there. Don't, don't, Don't misunderstand me. But the, the soundtrack for this film, for Soul, like the whole soundtrack I want, this was an incredible uh, soundtrack. And the way it moves in and out and, and the, your key character, 
uh, he's an incredible musician, you know, and he's teaching um, uh, middle school band, middle school band. Yeah, middle school band. And then he finally gets his chance. He gets a shot at, at doing something big. And I'm going to go any further than that. And uh, But it's just all oh, the music, the music. And not just the music. It's it's that if, if you're a musician, you know what I'm talking about. You can play whatever's in front of you. And, and the movie, I don't, gosh, it's like how do they, they capture I know that? they captured it so you perfectly. You can play. And I play acoustic guitar. Jaden plays acoustic. He plays electric. He plays French horn. He plays, he can probably play anything he wants. But anyway. <laughs> Um, there'll be times where I'll be by myself playing or I may be, you know, you know, rehearsing a song and then I just start, you know, picking out notes and everything else and doing my own thing. And you just get wrapped up, you get caught up in the melody of what you're playing and you begin to add extra and you just, you lose yourself in the music. I don't know how they did it, but they, that, that moment, if you know what I'm talking about, they capture that perfectly and put it on the mo- on the screen they put it on the screen you saw the emotion in the animated face <laughs> <laughs> you heard it in the music he was playing and i was just like this is the best thing i've seen it was it was it was crazy um yeah they captured it insanely and the music like you said in the movie is awesome and not just like the soundtrack you know like that goes like the like if you look up a soundtrack on apple music or whatever and it shows the you know the the album of the right. movie the score right um and it'll be like blah 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 and it'll describe a scene and then it has that music um that music was amazing in the movie but also not even like the soundtrack right but just like little bits and pieces of music that the characters would play like for like five seconds or ten seconds they just play a little piano piece or play a little saxophone piece sax- why did I say saxophone like that saxophone piece and um. Just that music by its like just that like them performing was insane and it sounded super cool and the whole movie is about jazz and jazz is awesome jazz is super cool so I loved it music was great but I also want to talk about the movie a little bit okay go ahead. apart from the music but try no spoilers right no no spoilers um I think one of my favorite things about this movie is well about Pixar in general is how deep they go like every time mm. yes. and it, you see it time and time again in different movies in different ways. Right. The whole first 10 minutes of up is like the most emotional part oh of gosh. any animated movie ever. <laughs> uh, up gets me every um, time. And you know, inside out, all these different movies have all these emotional moments and Pixar is just not afraid to go deep into the emotions and they do it so incredibly. And they didn't, they, you know, they didn't skip that on Soul. They took on, they, <laughs> they took on a lot in Soul, and they made it um, like a whole thing. And so that wasn't a disappointment at all, because I, you know, I feel like, for me at least, I've come to expect that from Pixar. Right? I expect to feel something deep when I watch a Pixar movie, and they did not disappoint at all with that. They tackled um, real life situations, right. real life, you know, emotions, and it's it's and Pixar is great at this. You can watch this at any age. I mean, Mike and Caleb both enjoyed it. You know, Mike enjoyed it for what it was, and he 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 thoroughly enjoyed the film. Um, but the older you get, the more you you, I don't I don't say your enjoyment increases, but your you appreciation enjoy it on, right, yeah, your appreciation for the film increases because you you understand it at a different depth. Mm-hmm. It was just so well done, and the messages they you know they they sprinkled in there. They mm-hmm. didn't put it super on the nose to where I was like, okay, I get it. It was subtle. 
um, and it was good. It thought it was just another Pixar masterpiece. So Loved this it. movie was a present with a giant golden bow. Yep. It, it was. It had that that magical Christmas, you know, golden dust that was just. They kept falling on the mm. present as you get ready to open it and everything mm-hmm. else. And there's probably a cup of hot chocolate sitting there next to you as you want to open it up. Santa Claus is looking over your shoulder as you're ready to open it up. This movie was was everything you'd want. It, it was, was just amazing. funny. It was it was it had its serious moments. It was the characters were likable. Oh, the voice acting was the voice amazing. acting oh everything everything. Yeah, there were characters that really stood out. That was just absolutely amazing. Uh, this one is definitely going to. I mean. I, and I say this, but I have to go back and look. But I mean, I was thinking about this during the trip. This one's definitely right there in my top Pixar films. It might even be in my top five. I was thinking about that too, and I was thinking about all the different Pixar's, and I was like, I, "How are all the Pixar's in my top five? It's like, so, <laughs> I know it's so hard, but it's like I was thinking. I was like, "Man, the the depth that this grabs you." I was like, "This has to be in my top five. Like it reached my soul." Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you get that one? Okay. Um, no, but very yeah, good film. Very good film. Definitely go check that out on Disney+. Plus. You don't have to pay like you did for Mulan. Um, yep, just be a subscriber. Or, hey, you know out. what? You know what? Get a 7- or 14-day free trial to HBO Max and watch Wonder Woman. Get a whatever it is, 7-, 14-day free trial for Disney+, Plus and, and watch watch Soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one word to note on Wonder Woman, if you're interested in watching that and you haven't yet, it's only available on HBO Max oh, yeah. for the first 30 days. And so you really only have it till like the end of July, or July, end of January um, before they take it back off. So get on it if you haven't got it yet. So the last film we want to talk about before moving to some games here is we, uh, we, we've been watching Psych. Um, not, not, I mean, kind of as a family, not all as a family because there's some episodes that are just too much language for our kids, and so it's been more of you know, me, Melissa, and Jaden watching it. Um, but we we watched the three movies, which is you know, uh, Psych the Musical, which is not necessarily a movie, but it's a it's like a it's a TV movie, right? It's a TV movie. It's it's two parter, which absolutely loved it. Thought it was great, phenomenal. And then we watched uh, you know whatever Psych. it's called, Psych One, Psych the first the movie, movie Psych, Psych the movie, which we absolutely loved as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, while we were out of town, we watched Psych 2, Lassie Come Home. And um, we're not going to spend a long time on this, but if you're a Psych fan out there, I'm just, I am just—I really want to hear your thoughts if you're a Psych fan because, uh, you know, it's rated PG-13. Um, it, it has good ratings. It has 83 per, 83% from critics, 93 uh, from the audience, and it never grabbed me. Um, here's what it felt like. Uh, and, and it's not like we watched this over, you know, like we watched Psych and then we took a six-month break and we watched a movie, took a six-month break, watched another movie, took a three-month break. We watched these, you know, I mean, it took time, but we watched them back-to-back mm-hmm. and um, finished, you know, the Psych and the musical. It, felt, it was wonderful. Got to the first movie. Thought it was great. It, it felt like Psych. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, um, they're obviously a lot older, yeah. which makes sense, and that's fine. But the humor did not, to me at least, did not fall in line with what we expect from Psych. It was a different type of humor. A lot of the jokes were a different type of jokes. It had a uh, a different feel to it. Um, and a lot of the humor felt kind of rushed, kind of, um, I'm sorry, not not rushed, forced. That's the word I was trying to look for. Uh, a lot of the humor felt forced and... I just didn't appreciate it. Um, 
I thought Juliet did a great job. I thought Sean's dad did a great job. I thought all everybody did a great job. But with uh, Sean and Guster, I just... You could tell their chemistry was still there. It was just different. And I don't know if it was because of the older age or... You, you know, you, you go so many years past one role and you start doing other roles... You have to get back in that right. mindset. And the first movie and the musical, the musical took took place in the middle of the season, and the first movie took place right after the season. So I'm wondering if that wasn't the case. Anywho, um, I don't know, but that's kind of I mean I don't want to talk more about right. it other than that. But I just I didn't really care for. It. I just was like, okay, that's kind of funny. That that that's kind of funny. You know, Lassiter's out of the film. Mm. I mean, as far as out of, he's out of action the whole time. I mean, there's no spoilers. You know, he's he's in a wheelchair. You know, possibly you know never being able to walk again, and that that that's a big thing. You know, Lassiter and Lassiter is a strong character in the show. Lassie is cool, and you don't you don't get him in the movie at all. Yeah, I thought I enjoyed the movie, but I I'm trying to figure out how much I enjoyed it because I just love Psych and I love Sean and Gus and Lassie and Jules, versus how much it was a good movie. That I just thought, oh, I enjoyed this. It's really good movie, you know. I don't know. I thought it was enjoyable. I liked it. Um, you pretty much summed it up. It yeah. was what it was. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't great, but it was enjoyable. So again, I mean, Wonder Woman eighty four was better. Yeah, I'd agree. I liked Wonder Woman eighty four, even though it rated a lot less. Twenty three percent less, actually. So so far for Ouch. Christmas, we have two coals and one present. One beautiful present. Gorgeous so, present. Yeah, incredible. That's just oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, so um, some games that we were playing is uh, Jaden got, um, while we're out of town, Jaden got... Let me tell this story, because <laughs> hang on a second. Go ahead, tell the story. Okay, so um, I've been talking about it, you know, a little bit recently. Um, you know, I've... About your obsession with Breath of the Wild? No, I've jumped back into it. You know, I beat the game previously, and I restarted it on a different profile on my Switch so I could start from the beginning. Um, and for a while now, you and Caleb have been trying to get me to buy the expansion. And I was like, no, I don't want to buy the expansion. It's 20 bucks. I don't care enough to spend and $20 to our credit, on credit, what we're saying is if you're going to play the game through, like all the way through a second time, mm-hmm. play it on hero mode. Get all the perks, like with the map right. and everything else. I mean, get you know everything it comes with. The, so, you know, the, the Korok seed, finding, yeah. ma- you know, mask, all that kind of stuff. So that was y'all's argument. Um, mine was, I just don't care enough to spend my money for it. So we're in Kansas. I'm, you know, s- s- chilling on the couch playing Zelda. How many hours do you have into Zelda by this point? Like on your second, on your, I mean, on the second playthrough, probably. Oh, I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I honestly have no clue. Um, a lot. I know it's probably quite a few. You like um, a third of the way through the game? In your second playthrough? Mm, well, I have two Divine Beasts down. Um, I'm working on my third one. You mean you had? Oh, you mean before, <laughs> yeah. before the incident? Yeah, before the incident. Before the incident. We're, we're going to talk about the incident. I think I had two Divine Beasts. All right. I don't, I, I, two or three, I don't remember. Yeah, um, but about halfway then. Right. Okay. So I was probably about halfway through the game, you know. Oh, actually, no, 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 you deleted, no, no, okay. <laughs> no, started over. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. So, okay, so I'm, I am I played Zelda on my profile, right, my main profile on my Switch, and I right. beat it, and I spent hours on this game, collected all the armor, 
Yes. All this stuff, right? Probably over 200 hours. A lot and of Zelda time. doesn't give you multiple save files. So the way you get around it is by creating a second profile. Which is what I did. Correct. So then I'm probably about halfway through the game on this second profile. Gotcha. And I'm playing on that one, you know, this, the second one. And he comes in the room, gets my Switch for something. No, 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 no. Back, back, back up. Okay, what? So, what, so what? you're doing all that. And then I sent you an, an email. And I said, hey, check this out. And you're like... <clears throat> And I bought you the expansion pass. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bought you the expansion pass. And I'm like, why don't you go ahead and, and start start it now? And you're like, nah, I'm already like so far in. I don't mm-hmm. want to start over. And I'm like, but Jaden, I mean, you, you might as well. Just play it on hero mode. Like, do right. it for real this time. Like, play it hard and get all the, the bonuses and everything. And we're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And so then you finally say, all right, I guess. Right. Yeah, whatever. I finally gave. We'll just do it. And so I'm, I'm holding your switch at the time because maybe I was... Uh, putting in the code or something to get you the expansion. No, 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 no. Maybe you already had it. I don't know. You said, all right, go ahead. And for whatever reason, I had your Switch. Mm-hmm. And so I said, so you want me to delete it? Like, where you're at right now, you want to delete and start over in hero mode? You're like... By this point, I was like, sure. Yeah, Just I go guess. ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. So then I opened my Switch, right? Open Zelda. And I'm playing under my first profile. <laughs> Not and my fault. No, no, no. This is how and you gave it to me. He told me he had to delete my previous save file to do this or whatever. So my first one where I collected all the armor, all the horse armor, all this stuff was all gone. And I was like, <gasps> I was flipping out, man. Because I was like, I did, what? Are you serious? So I'm flipping out. I had oh, I spent all this time like scanning amiibo after amiibo, <laughs> getting all the special weapons and special armor and everything. Oh, and <clears throat> excuse me, and it was all deleted. And so I was very sad. But then I realized I felt bad. Then I realized though I can just do that again on hero mode. So then it honestly didn't matter. Now I don't even care to be honest. Which, by the way. I believe you can have the same save file on the same profile, one under normal mode and one under hero mode. So is it not deleted? There was no reason to delete. Hmm. Did it say deleted? Because you thought you no, said. I don't know because we saved it and it said, oh, yeah, oh we I need to start new. And it, it said, it are said, you sure? Yeah. You're on delete. Whatever. I don't know. But yeah, I. Either way, we deleted your main save. It was tragic. It was just, yeah. But now I'm playing on hero mode. Are you playing under the right profile? I am. Under your profile? Under mine. Okay, good. Um, yeah, now I'm playing on hero mode. I have two divine beasts. I have the elephant and the bird. I'm working on the camel right now. Are you doing um, the side quests while you're at it? Mm-hmm. Doing side quests, doing shrines. So you're, you taking, you're taking your time. Then. I'm taking my time, doing the memories, um, collecting armor. Um, yeah, it's so and, funny. Yeah. Jaden plays a lot of his games without sound. Because he'll <laughs> be listening to his own music or whatever. And so you'll see him playing. All of a sudden, you see him put everything down. Oh, yeah. And he turns the volume up on the Switch. And you're like... Memory. Yep. Yeah, I always well, you always have to listen to the memories. I remember the other day, I, I knew where memory was, but I didn't do it because we were watching a show. Me and Madre were watching a show. Uh, so you waited right. purposely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I'm working my way through that, um, which, you know, Breath of the Wild still is just as fun as Such always. Such a great game. Um, I'm. It's definitely going by a lot faster now because I've played through most of the game twice. So like the first two Divine Beasts, the bird and the elephant, um, I think I beat each of those in like half an hour each. Um, and I just, it, 
uh, went very a lot quick. faster than the first time. Right, a lot faster. So that's you know it's nice not having to get caught up on everything. But yeah, that's um, mainly what I've been playing. Um, I know you. Yeah. During so the vacation, so um, before a new game before we went out of town, um, had a little bit of money to to for the eShop and looked at some of the games that were on sale and everything else. And there was a uh, there was a game that I've been hearing about. I guess it came out. I'm trying to look it up right now. It came out in August of, of uh, 2020, and, um, and by, uh, you know, the game's called Spirit Fair. And it's one that I kind of looked at and then overlooked. And then somebody I follow on Twitter was talking about just how rough 2020's been and everything else. And he gave his top 10 list of his best games and everything else. Um, and employee at IG, and they do a lot of reviews and whatnot. And so you know, I trust a lot of his what he follows game wise. And then he said, um, but not to, to overlook, he goes, here are my next 10 runner ups games that just brought joy to me, you know, through, you know, through this year and everything else. Right. And one of them was spirit fair. And I began to look into it and I'm thinking, I think I'm interested. And so the, I think they had it on sale for 20% off, 30% off. So I picked it up and I've put about 40 hours into this game. I've almost beaten it. And I have to, and it's an indie title, and I have to say, this is one of the most uh, heartwarming, um, emotional games I've ever played, period. Uh, the, the premise of it is, and, and and let me say this, all your characters are animals, and so you play as a person, um, but then everyone else is an animal. And so what I'm about to say, that way doesn't sound as weird. Your role is that you're a spirit farer, like a, like a carrier, you know, somebody that ferries somebody along the waters. Right. And so um, you basically you find these spirits that are having trouble passing on into the afterlife, and they have some unresolved things they need to take care of, which basically turns into quests for you. So um, they come onto your boat right away. You start building your boat, expanding your boat. It has elements on it, elements of the game that reminds me of Animal Crossing where you're managing crops and other things. Um, but the stories are surprisingly deep in this game. And then the characters themselves, uh, each one is very unique. And, the, and all the different you know, spirits that come on board. And they're things like you've got you've got lions, you've got a snake, you've got an eagle. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> oh, my. You've got a, a giant bull or, I mean, it looks almost like, oh, a, yeah, like a bison. That. But um, with a little bitty bug on his nose that actually talks to them. They're brothers or whatever. Um, I mean, there, and there's more. There, there's multiple animals, and oh, there's a giant frog. I mean, the, I mean, the list just goes on, and um, they each have their own unique personality. And the and the 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 creators of this game did a great job of giving each one of the spirits not only a unique personality, but their stories uh, are their stories are tailored to their personalities as well. If that makes sense. Um, they just did a fantastic job with it. Really, I'm really enjoying this game. Like I said, I've almost beaten it. Um, this game is a solid 9 out of 10 for me. It, it's amazing. Uh, it's rare that this happens, and this happens once in a while. But I picked this game up bef- right before we went out of town. I have not played another game uh, outside of this game. Like Every time I grab my Switch to play something, I'm playing Spiritfarer. And I will until I beat it. I am just loving this game, and it, it it's it's heartwarming. Um, there are a few jerks in the game, um, but whenever you complete one of the spirit's journeys, uh, there are times where it re- I mean it really grabbed my heart, and I'm like, 
I don't want to see you go yet. <laughs> like, like, don't leave, like, don't right. leave me <laughs> type of a thing. But that's your job. You're, 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 you're picking them up. You're helping them through the, through their journey. Um, and then you're taking them to the Everdoor, which is to the afterlife. So really highly recommend this game. Um, again, it's spirit It's on, uh, PlayStation One, Xbox, Switch, Steam. Uh, it's even. It's even. I say even. It's even on Google Stadia. Um, absolutely love this game. I was trying to find the actual price for it. I don't remember the actual price. I, for some reason it's in my head at twenty dollars. Um, but I'll see. I don't know. Something like that. But anyway, it's, it's it's a fan. Whatever the price is, it's a great game. You should definitely uh, worth picking it up. So. Um, quickly, we don't have a lot of time here, but we do want to spend a little bit of time talking about Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. So, uh, we have, or I have been complaining that we have not been able to review this because uh, we didn't have $100 just to drop down on Mario Kart Live mm-hmm. Home Circuit. Well, my wife and my, my children put their money together and they bought this for me for Christmas, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm going to get the negatives out of the, out of, out of the way right now and so um it's brand new technology i mean yes augmented reality has been around forever but or not forever but for a while mm-hmm. now um yes you're doing a little remote control car that controls from your switch that works surprisingly well it does work there, really there's well. a lot of there's a lot of reviews out there that says make sure you have to have good internet no you don't you don't need internet to play this game make sure you have to make sure you have good wi-fi no you don't you don't even have to have a wi-fi network to play this game I don't even know why it doesn't make any sense because here's what happens in sense. Your the the cart does a peer-to-peer network connection to your switch. So it doesn't require Wi-Fi at all. <laughs> um, you do need a a you know semi good open space to play it on. Um, you could play it through multiple rooms if you wanted to. You might have to follow it because the walls might break your connection. Um, things like that. But um there's those negativities. We've, we've seen a few issues uh, when, when we're playing. It was more here at the house than at the church. We've mm-hmm. tried it at the church. We've tried it here at the house several times um, where the track tends to get off slightly. And, and you think, well, that's not a big deal. Well, if it gets off even two inches, you could run into the leg of a chair rather right. than continue on the race. And, you know, I mean, it depends on what your track is. If your track is mainly just open space, then You're it gonna be wouldn't fine. matter as much. But we had lots of stuff in the room, so we oh kept my running gosh. into stuff. Yeah, we our, our, before we recorded right now, we did a figure eight uh, track, and it was um, it was going underneath two chairs and then turning uh, and then make another sharp turn um, and then doing the figure eight you know, by the first crossover. It was going between a wall and a couch with a blanket over it, so it was like a dark tunnel going over our fireplace hearth, which had a bump in it and then bump you know, for tile and then bump mm-hmm. back off, and then going underneath two chairs side by side coming back under a sharp turn, going under another two chairs, and they didn't count, you know, Micah and Caleb jumping around in the room. And, yeah. Can you see me on the camera? Can you see me on the camera? Because what, what the game does is um, you, you lay the track out with the cart. It'll say, hey, you know, go and set up your track. And so they, they basically throw purple paint on your tires, and you drive the cart around slowly to establish your uh, your track. And then after you've did a start and end, and they touch, and you have a full track. And what it does is the game then auto-generates a track where if whatever you drove is the center point of that track, and then it makes, like, basically a two-car lane on either side of you. Mm-hmm. And so um, 
you do need decent lighting. You don't need, you don't need amazing lighting, but you do need decent lighting. We noticed some of the tracks were harder to play yeah. based on the lighting um, because of what's going on on the screen. So anybody in the room watching, especially at 50cc, looks stupid. You look dumb. It looks ridiculous. You got this little car going really slow. Really, really slow. But here's the thing, though. Just like in, if you've seen the movies, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, you know, like when they're really small, close to the ground, everything seems big. And when they're running and, you're, and it pans out and it's like, it looks like they're barely moving, but they're running as fast as they can. Mm-hmm. That's that's how, that's how it, it is. feels. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're playing it and you just, you're going fast on the screen because you know you're looking at the screen and you're driving through your house and it looks like you're going super fast but then if you look at it from the outside and look at the actual cart it looks like you're going really slow and, and it does take skill i mean it, it yeah. it's definitely mario kart uh, the last two things i was going to say are negatives right now which one of them they can't fix because you're talking about a virtual car and mario kart and then a physical car and this and mario kart live home circuit is that the drift is different mm-hmm. um the way it drifts is different um, the other thing is that the same rules or mechanics in the game don't transfer over. So, for example, if I pick up a, a banana, I can't hold it behind me. Or a green shell, I can't hold it behind oh, me yeah. to guard against a red shell. And I'm thinking, why? There's there's no re- let, let me hold, let, let me hang on to that stinking banana. There's no reason not to hang on to the banana. Mm-hmm. And so, if you even if you try to, Mario automatically throws it behind him. Um, Outside of that, I don't really have any complaints. We just unlocked, so you have 50cc, 150, I'm sorry, you have 50, 100, 150, and then 200ccs. Um, and the, it's it's crazy. I mean, you you have to play it to really understand it, but yeah. it's fun. And when you're driving, at, and let's say 100, because it took us a while to get used to 100, because it does get, I mean, it's twice as fast. Your cart's going fast physically when you're watching it. And if you use a mushroom in-game, the cart literally physically speeds up and has a boost, a boost to it, um, which is really cool. Which is really cool. Uh, um, yeah, just just a lot of fun. I mean, it's Mario Kart, and because it's augmented reality, what you're seeing on your Switch is you're seeing the glowing track, you know, track underneath you. Um, they have the gates that you that, that come in the box that are all cardboard, black and white, and they have these arrows that are black and white that you can set up to say turn. But in the game, the game recognizes the black and white, and it uses the black and white and then colorizes them and animates them for the game, which is super cool because every track that is themed, it changes the gates to those same themes as well. Mm-hmm. You can have spinning fireballs. You can have, you know, piranha plants. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Um, and so, I mean, it, there's definitely a learning curve. I mean, if you're a Mario Kart pro, there's a learning curve. Um but I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it, and and I and I know that the more we play, the more fun we're going to have with it as well. Yeah, um, I think it's super cool. I it it, it takes some getting used to because, like you said, the drifting's different, the steering is a little different. It's it's a, the whole thing is just a little different, which is understandable because you're controlling an actual car, right? right. Um, but yeah, no, it's still super fun. It's super cool seeing on the screen, you know your couch blown up and a huge wall and a huge dog who's walking by, you know, it's super duper cool. Um, and also where you can unlock different outfits for Mario in the game, unlock different carts, different, um, horns. Um, so it, I think it's super fun. Um, if you have a hundred dollars to just go drop, then give it a try. Um, I, 
if and you know if but if Mario Kart's not your thing, then I wouldn't mess with it. I would just go for regular Mario. Kart. If you don't care about Mario Kart at all, then it's, it's gonna pro- it's probably not your thing. If yeah, because you'll get a couple hours of enjoyment, you'll be like, that was fun. Yeah, and then you'll you'll put it down. Um, because you won't, you know. It's kind of like some of these movies, like, okay, well, we were talking about on the VR show a couple, a few weeks ago, how Vader Immortal, mm, is it a good comparison. game because you like Star Wars, or is it a good game because it's a good game? I feel like Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, part of the reason we like it so much is because we love Mario and the universe and Mario Kart. And we love Mario Kart, yeah. Right. Um, so it's, it's one of those things. I, I would probably give this game um, a strong seven. Um, I wouldn't say it's it's amazing, but I would say it's a lot of fun. I agree with that. I'd give it a strong seven. Um, it it, it is encouraging that uh, like all their other software titles, you know, Nintendo's updating Mario Kart itself, and they're upgrading uh, the firmware. Uh, when we first hooked ours up, it's been out for a while now. When we first hooked it up, there was a firmware upgrade for the cart itself. So that means oh. that Nintendo is continuously testing, and they're seeing little issues, maybe like. People are having a difficulty with this, so let's tweak the actual cart itself, uh, which is great to see from a company that they would put that much attention into it. Um, one, uh, so a couple uh, uh, bullet points we put out here, just in case you're either you maybe you got one for Christmas or you're looking into getting one. Um, Nintendo offers these for free. You can actually print out additional arrows and gates to add to your Mario Kart Live track for free. So the gates. Uh, the gates are only there for, let's say you break your gate, you can print new gates for free because you don't want to go buy, I mean, a whole other set. But you can print gates for free. The arrows, on the other hand, um, are hugely uh, important. We've printed out, oh, yeah. I think, uh, let's see, four. So it comes with two gate, uh, two uh, arrows that say turn, turn, turn. We printed out uh, four additional ones because I'm trying to keep this... RC car in, yeah. in good pieces. Yeah, and when you run it into the wall, you it hurts. It hurts a little bit. Not, I mean, not physically. Inside, it hurts because you see that hundred dollar car <laughs> you just bought um, slamming into a wall. And especially once you get to faster speeds, right? It, yeah, you get scared. But but they work just great. Um, and then Mar- uh, Nintendo awful. Bleh, Nintendo also offers uh, race course decorations. Now these don't actually impact the game itself this is more for you just to have fun but again all this is is free to download and print the extra the extra gates the extra arrows um so why the decorations so you might as well do it um and it's definitely worth it because when we first played the first thing i thought was after our first couple of runs because we we opened it on christmas day had very little time to play and we're like okay let's let's play what we can and um because we had a chart something else i don't remember we just had a very short window to Mm -hmm. play and the first thing I thought was after we played a couple courses was like I need more arrows. Yeah, there's got to be, and I'm thinking like I'm gonna copy this, I'm gonna scan it, I'm gonna print it, I'm gonna figure this out. And then no, Nintendo already offers it, so you can download it and print it. And I print it on cardstock, and it and it works great. You know, landscape it just works great. So um, really like it. Uh, liked it more than I thought I was gonna like it, and I will say that I, I my initial expectations was this was probably gonna be like a a five to six for me, which I mean doesn't sound like a big difference from a high seven, um, but it is. You know, I thought this was going to be okay. I'm actually enjoying this, and I'm thinking of new ideas of how. Like Jay and I are already talking about, like how, what are some real crazy courses that we can make? Um, could, could we make even some short, you know, overpasses? You know, mm-hmm. like using cardboard and stuff, and like 
they could go over something. Just spice um, it up a little bit. I mean, I don't want cool. I don't I don't want to break the game. The game's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Although you can't you can cheat. Like I, I got behind on some of the races. So oh, rather yeah. than so after I'd go through gate one, rather than making that long drive and then curve over to gate mm-hmm. two, I just went straight across the the living room floor and hit straight to gate two because I needed that edge. But you know, so. I mean, you're not playing with real people. It's just computers, so no one cares. It's yeah. fine. Now I do want a second one. And um, Luigi, uh, we saw a. Oh yeah, uh, it was Mario, not Luigi, but we saw Mario at a Walmart. Um, on on it was like an opened item thing, and it was like seventy three dollars. And I was really tempted about taking my Mario back, buying that one, and then buying Luigi. But you know, you're like, you're not going to be happy with it. You don't know, and that and that's true because after seeing how much we've crashed it, I don't want second hand. Yeah, I don't. I don't want second hand. And the extra gates and arrows, you know, that's nice to have. What Nintendo needs to do is they need to release just the carts. Mm-hmm. Um, because and not charge $100. No, no. They need to <laughs> release just the carts. If they do, um, I mean, I, I release, they're giving the software away for free. And here's the thing. There's a lot of technology in this software. And these carts, there's, it's more than just a little plastic RC cart. They are well built. It's, it's, it's well built. The battery it has a nice size battery that holds in there. It's USB C charger. Um, I, if they sold them, you know, seventy dollars, you know, per cart, I would buy another cart. Like if they had Luigi, I'd I'd save up. I'd go buy another cart as soon as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want two carts. I want to try race, two carts. Yes, race. I want to race with someone in cool. this household. That's going to be fun. Right now, it's just against computer players, but I do want to try. Um, you should get Mr. Sam to buy one and then have his family over. Yeah, I just want, we just need to get one for ourselves. And, 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 I mean, okay, Sam, if you're listening, or Christopher, Samantha, you're listening, yeah. go, t- go tell your dad that you want Mario Kart Live <laughs> Home Circuit and uh, tell him that Jaden told you that. So. Yeah, tell him Jaden said. Anyway, anyway. All right, guys, well, that's going to pretty much wrap it up for today's show. Remember that you can find links to everything that we're talking about in the show notes. And uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC and Facebook.com slash DadsGamingCorner. And as always, drop us a line at HeyDad at DadsGamingCorner.com. We love hearing from you. And again, like we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, you can join our Discord server. We just set it up. It's brand new. Um, I've got one member in there, and that's Jaden. So it's me and Jay in there, Woo. and that's it right now. Um, but we would love to chat with you. We'd love to connect with you. Um, I've got some real exciting ideas that I want to do with this. And so um, we're still going to get the Facebook running, but this just seems like a such simpler idea, a way of, of getting people connected and our listeners connected and talking about games and sharing game codes and all that kind of stuff. It's going, it's going to be a lot of fun. If you like the show, make sure that you subscribe on iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and, and help us by living, by le- not living, but by <laughs> do live, please. Don't die. <laughs> Don't live. Die. It reminds me of the Home Improvement episode we watched last night where they're doing spoke, spoken poetry, and she's like, die. Oh, yeah. Die. <laughs> die. And you're like. No. <laughs> yeah. And then Randy goes, you first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but do leave us a, uh, not, not do die, but do please leave us a good review on iTunes. Give us five stars. Whatever you can do helps us out tremendously. Share the word with your friends. And as always, if you'd like to help us support the shore finance, financially, you can do so via Patreon at patreon.com slash dadsgamingcorner. Uh, it's been a while since we've recorded, and we um, we miss it. We miss you guys. And should be getting back into the regular schedule. Absolutely. Uh, we should definitely be getting back in the regular schedule. We've got some good shows coming up that we're excited about. We've got some game, uh, a list of games that we're reviewing right now. 
Double Dragon Neon, and, and then there's others as well that my mind just slipped up on right now. But there's more that we're excited to talk about coming up real soon. Um, and hopefully a developer interview that I'm talking to right now. That's, oh. I love having developers on the show. So until next week, everybody uh, stay safe, have fun playing your games, and we'll see you all next week.